This is a podcast from Sin Media. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Good morning. Hello. Good morning, Gus. How's your break? I had a good break, Eddie. Mm. Yeah. Well, Happy New Year. Ha- yeah. Happy New Year happy to you. Happy Lunar New Year. Happy, happy Lunar Chinese New Year. Ha- well, happy Lunar New Year. They're the same thing. Ah, not really. A lot has happened already this year. Yeah. What's happened? Tell me. Well, something happened with the banks. Mm-hmm. Serial killer Ted Bundy um, became a heartthrob again. I guess which so. Is nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got approved for a second season that's going to be bigger, better, freakier than last year with more swear words, more controversy. No, no. More, no. more guests in the studio, maybe? Maybe. Have you organised any? No, not this week, but, um, <laughs> but I will be getting... Well, then there won't be more guests. Ah. <laughs> uh, and I guess no more swear words. No, there no, there will absolutely be no more swear words. Well, this is breaking bread with Gus and Ed. Mm-hmm. We're on eleven a.m. every Saturday. Every Saturday for the next twelve weeks. Yeah, and no, possibly eleven weeks. What do we do exactly? Um, tell people well, about our lives, make jokes, do big cash giveaways. We don't do big cash giveaways. Send me your bank details. Don't send your bank details. We pace around the studio making business calls. Sometimes. Yeah. If we need be. Yeah. yeah. Well, Eddie, how was your uh, break? Was it enjoyable? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd say so. No, I mean, did you like it? Yeah, it was a good break. Yeah. I mean, did you really like it? Yeah. No, you you I ended liked up it. in hospital two times oh, on two yeah. consecutive days. Yes. Because of your stupid anaphylactic weakness. Yeah, that's true. I was in hospital twice in two days. Are you going to tell the listeners about that? Yeah. Um, maybe I think maybe we, can. we go to a song first. Yeah. And... Well, we can do that. We can do that in a little bit. It's a long story, um, and I it's think a it's a goodie. Okay. Well, I'm not sure if it's that good of a story. It's... Any any story that ends up with someone in hospital. <laughs> That's. Can, we can... I'm, not, I'm not going to finish <laughs> no, that. We, we cannot, uh, we cannot yeah. condone that. Yeah, this is season no. two, uh, David Show of Breaking Bread of. Stay uh, safe. Breaking Red Stay safe. with Gus and Ed. Stay safe. <laughs> this is Middle Name by Slush on Sin 90.7. Due to some confusing, boring legal stuff, Sin can't podcast any of the knee-slapping tracks that are played on air. To dance along with us in the studio, you'll need to listen live. Tune your radio dial to 90.7 or stream it online at sin.org.au. That was Slush with their track, Middle Name. All the songs we're playing today are going to be a little promo for tomorrow's Sunday Sweets. So uh, mm-hmm. if you like what you're listening today, then definitely listen to the whole show tomorrow because Emma will have a lot to play for us. Yep. I love Sunday Sweets. And, Eddie, you have a rippy... Ri- <laughs> you have a rippy... <laughs> you have a rippy story to share with our listeners. Cat's out of the bag. You have a weakness... Well, I'm someone not, it's exploited an, it, that weakness. It's not a weakness. I'm it's allergic. A, yeah, a biological kind <laughs> of um, glitch. Okay. That was exploited by a stranger, and you ended up in the back of a divvy van. No. T- two days in, of the ambulance variety, not the not the police wagon. Okay. The good divvy van. Yeah, I had yeah. I had an allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. Two days in a row. Yeah. Um. So 
what I think can safely be described as the worst weekend of all time. Uh, started off on a Friday night. My um, girlfriend and I went out to have a couple of lemonades with a few friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was, you know, pizza going around, anything like that. She well, wanted to feed me a pizza and unbeknownst Wait, to me. Like with her hand, she was feeding you pizza. Yeah. like In a, front of all your friends. Like a baby bird. Okay. And so, baby pizza had pesto on it with pulled pork, which I thought was a bit of a weird combination, but, you know, Mm. carry on. And immediately, I recognized that there was pine nuts in in the pizza. So It's your weakness. It's my weakness. I'm anaphylactic to pine nuts, which aren't a nut. They're a seed, by the way, but neither here nor there. Only thing I'm allergic to. uh, And so, I don't have enough time to get an ambulance. I immediately book an Uber. Luckily, I was pretty close to a hospital in Richmond. Went straight there, emergency room, $300. They confirm I'm having an anaphylactic reaction. They that's, pu- that's a pretty lax way to roll into emergency department in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it was the quickest way to get there. I figured, I figured it, was, it, it made sense. Toyota Corolla. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so they pump me full of steroids and antihistamines and, and watch me for six hours. And during this time, my girlfriend during all of this has also fallen asleep. So not only has she almost killed me, but she also didn't care. So that was nice. Uh, but um, the very next day, it was a friend's birthday, and I, I kind of obviously felt a bit average. Um, so I was trying to be really cautious. We get to this lunch place, which I think for now should remain nameless, and it's a booking for around 30 of us. Um, the waiter comes over, and he kind of mentions that he's brought out. Uh, so, so, so I tell him about what happened last night, yeah. and I beg him, for the love of God, please do not feed me any pine nuts and like I've, I've just had the worst evening this is a, this is a trendy it's a tr- very trendy lunch place i was there and this guy was one of those very trendy kind of waiters that almost kind of does the whole pull the chair around the other way and he wants to be mates the, with you on the reverse side of it and, yeah and all that so he's one of those waiters that wants to be mates with everyone at the table mm. that i and that makes me uncomfortable because i don't like people yeah. so he he's joking around with us. I tell him a story about last night and he jokes. So he jokes to me saying that if I have another reaction, he wants to be the one to stab me with an EpiPen, which I didn't obviously didn't find. It's a find. conditional threat. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't find that very funny because of what happened the day before, literally less than 12 hours beforehand, I was already in the hospital. So he brings me out a dish saying that it has absolutely no pine nuts and that the dish was made especially for me for me, with crushed peanuts instead. So I ask him what has pine nuts in it if I'm getting a separate meal. And he says nothing else had pine nuts in it. The kitchen just wanted to make sure and make this for you just in case there were traces in other dishes. So I'm now terrified of everything that is on the table. And and so I only really wanted to eat what was specifically made for me. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. Yeah, no, that's smart. So I take a single bite, one, one bite, they were crushed pine nuts. And I'm back off to the hospital. Oh, that's enough. Yeah. So this waiter has just mainlined what I'm deathly allergic to right after making a joke that he wanted to stab me with an EpiPen. I I love how you've been brought down by the most innocuous of all the nuts, the friendly pine. It wasn't even a hearty cashew or an (laughs) almond. It was the weakest... Sissiest of all the nuts in the nut family. <laughs> Sissiest of all oh, the nuts. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if that's the right descriptive <laughs> word. Okay. Well, that was and my... to me. That's nuts. This is sin ninety point seven. You're listening to Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed. My name mm-hmm. is Eddie Goldsmith. This is my co-host, Gus McDonough. 
Thank you for that, Eddie. And you've just told a story about how uh, you were essentially fed at a restaurant the very thing that you're not allowed to eat, pine nuts. Mm -hmm. Um, This poor waiter, probably, I imagine it would be on one of his first days. He was quite fresh-faced. Yeah. He's essentially gone, I know the perfect dish for someone that's anaphylactic to pine nuts. Pine nuts. (laughs) (laughs) The way the story went down, it it did feel a little bit like that. He could not have gone more out of his way to feed me pine nuts. And he, he was almost in tears. I don't know. I was I was in the hospital, so I don't know if he was. You were there. Yeah. Was he? Not because of the pine nut thing. I called him a few names. <laughs> no, because of the he he was um he was quite distraught about the okay. whole thing, and it, it got me kind of thinking. I, I was thinking, geez, that's a rough day at work, isn't it? Yeah, like it seemed like an accident, but yeah. that's a pretty bad stuff up. Like if you're of all the stuff ups you could have made, that's pretty peak. Like I've gone out of my way to mm. tell you what my allergy is, tell you about the night I had before from already being in hospital, and you come and give me that exact thing. It's quite audacious, in a, isn't it? <laughs> it like in a disguised that? form, so I can't even I can't even tell that it's pine nuts because they're all crushed. Yeah, I mean, if it was on purpose, then he's got guts because that is brave. Um, it got me thinking about. My own work stuff-ups, I had... Um, Many. I've had a few. One of <laughs> yeah, them, many. last year, I was um, I just started a new job mm-hmm. and I had the CEO's number saved in my phone. I've okay. accidentally... Why, why do you have the CEO's number saved in your phone? Oh, it was a very, very small okay. company. Yeah. Um, and instead of texting my girlfriend, I've texted the CEO. Oh, no. <laughs> yep, I've said, um, hey, Babby, instead of... Uh, <laughs> like, hey, baby, with an eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you want some dinner tonight? And then, <laughs> we want to say this. Are you, is this going in a normal direction? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. No, it's, it's fine. Oh, kind of. Yeah. And, hey, and baby, then you another, want some dinner And tonight. then another text message that said, you want shum, S-H-U-M, Erg, E R G, maybe, and then a an emoticon of an egg. Oh, okay. you want some erg, maybe. You want some yeah. egg, maybe. Just, yeah, okay. essentially. And you guys I, are weird. I sent that just, to <laughs> straight up. Just letting you know that you yeah. guys. <laughs> I sent that to uh, the CEO, and I didn't realise for four hours. Yeah. And then I've I've just looked, and I I was just beside myself. I had to to run outside and give him a call, and I said, look. James, um, I sent you the wrong... And he's like, well, I have to decline your invitation to <laughs> erg, whatever that is. And I had to be like... You didn't like, get it from the emoji? <laughs> I had to be like, uh, it's eggs. And who has eggs for dinner? Like, oh, I no. mean, it, it wasn't the fact that I'd accidentally taken... It was the fact that I called eggs erg and then I was eating them for dinner. <laughs> so how long did you work at this place for? Not too long after that. <laughs> But that was um that was pretty embarrassing. I mean, um we have a mutual friend as well that on one of his first days applying at a at a furniture rem- removal company. Let's call him Tom. Let's call him Tom. Yeah. And he's told them that he can drive manual. Um the trucks mm. are all manual. Yeah. And so they've gone, "All right, why don't you show us?" And so he's jumped in the 
the car to show them and he's reversed one truck into another one of their trucks. <laughs> So he's taken that is out. a that is one of the worst first first interviews I think I've ever heard. I mean, for a small company, he's, he's taken out half their fleet <laughs> in just like his first five in, in his audition. Swoop. Yeah, if you didn't know anybody, you'd think he's from another <laughs> trucking company. You would, wouldn't you? And I mean, the the last one we'll talk about it. I would say it's probably the biggest stuff up. That I've ever heard about. Yeah. Uh, it was, I think it was last year. Do you remember the... Uh, I think it was a few years ago. It was a few years ago? Yeah. It was... Texters, call us. Yeah. <laughs> you can't actually call me. I have no reception in here. But let us know somehow, whatever way you can, via LinkedIn. It was a an emergency alert that was sent to everyone in Hawaii saying ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii seek immediate shelter this is not a drill that was that was the, the verbatim that was the text that was sent to all like the citizens in Hawaii and <laughs> that dude's probably going to cop an earful when he gets home <laughs> yeah and the, the, there's like all these accounts of, of the mayor running into, look, we got our children, grabbed our emergency supplies, put them in our most enclosed room in our house, in our bathroom. We got in the bathtub and said our prayers. This has all happened because some bloke at the emergency shop... <laughs> the emergency, it's what, it's a stall? It's, a it's little side knocked, mark? It's just knocked the, this button that just sends that text out and he's just accidentally pressed it. And so they had to come out saying, um, State Governor David Ige has apologised <laughs> to all right, everyone. The system works. <laughs> Go saying back to that, your business. It all works. that an employee pressed the wrong button. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That is the biggest stuff up I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, I'm not even sure what else you could do after that. It's probably the same bloke that gave you the pine nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is Breaking Bad with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. That was Bank Australia with a banger. <laughs> before that was Will Smith, and before that was a preview of uh, tomorrow's Sunday Sweets. Not that Will Smith won't be on Sunday Sweets, but the other song will be. Yeah, and you can learn more. That was a nice song. tomorrow. Yeah. Now, Eddie, we've we've heard the story about how you were almost assassinated by a trendy young hipster waiter and my uh, girlfriend and your girlfriend. Yeah. They're different. Different stories. Different stories. <laughs> and I've given you the task of of just writing a, a little review um, for the meal that you had. Yeah. Um, because, well, I didn't want to be too mean. I felt no. Bad. You didn't want to. You didn't want to put it online and no. cripple this place and no. you know send the the waiter spiraling into despondency. But you did want to write a review nonetheless. Yeah. It was more of a therapeutic thing. So I'm not mentioning yeah. any names or, yeah. or places, but this is more for my... Putting your thoughts down on paper. It's yeah. It's good. Um, so I'll, I'll give a little review. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it really gives anything away, but I would uh, I would say the decor was simple, uh, eclectic, and quite frankly, offensively hipster. <laughs> Service could... True. Yeah. Service could only be described as threatening and aggressive. One waiter claimed he wanted to stab me, which is also true. <laughs> Food itself may as well have been poison, and I literally could have died. I literally <laughs> could have died. <laughs> Playlist was okay. Plants were a nice touch. Two stars out of five. Two? Yeah. yeah. What was the... 
Well, I felt. I you felt almost bad. died, mate. I know. I, I felt. I felt bad for the guy. I, <laughs> you know, and you know, it was a nice atmosphere. Yeah, that's nice. Well, I gave you that task, and and to be honest, I've been doing my own little project, mm-hmm. uh, going through uh, restaurants in Melbourne, and there's even one from overseas because it was too good to leave out. The worst reviews of restaurants I could find, and is that the, is that the title of this this bit? You know I'm bad with the titles of the bits. The worst, the review worst restaurant segment. Okay, <laughs> and I'm going to read out a few because some of these are, there's question marks all over them. Mm-hmm. And just interject if you if you think something sounds a bit weird from one of these ones. Okay, so, I have a feeling that there will be. This is from Gary007. Oh, okay. Uh, can, I inter- <laughs> can I interject? <laughs> Gary007. Yeah. I don't think I've heard of that one. The, the, <laughs> is the, he after Daniel Craig? <laughs> the, um, the, the thing goes quite well with the first sentence. This place has had a reputation for occasional health issues, so we went here reluctantly. <laughs> wait, so why, wait, why are you going there if you already know, I know. that it's... Okay. And it doesn't sound like a very Bond thing to do, Gary, <laughs> to go to a place. Why are you telling people that you're James Bond online as well? Yeah. James Bond doesn't leave review like Yelp, Yelp reviews. Anyways. Maybe it is him then. So we went here reluctantly. It's always full, which is surprising considering how big it is. So it's a big place that's just full of health problems. The meal was like eating out of a trough. I was actually impressed at how bad the gnocchi was. So the gnocchi was impressively bad. I think you could find things on the ground that would taste better. The waiter was also rude and loud, which was funny because he had no right to be arrogant. (laughs) Gary seems like a man of fine taste. I know. Who's so offended by this waiter that they go, he has no right to be arrogant. (laughs) So that's from Gary007. Um, Why would you go to a restaurant you already know is bad and then leave a further... I just I don't understand the logic around that one. Yeah, it's, it doesn't make sense. This is from Tatiana Roigis. 008. <laughs> Terrible service. Waiters kept bringing us food and drinks we didn't order. Got our drink order wrong. After a long wait, our one-metre pizza finally arrived. One-metre pizza? She's ordered a one-metre pizza <laughs> and expects it to be a culinary delight. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly the staff don't care about anything apart from banging the drums and tambourines and listening to very loud lo- nightclub music. There's no context there. I, I'm assuming there Where was... Where serves a one-metre pizza? I don't know, and plays like... House music. <laughs> and then it finishes it off with, at least my son said his ham and pineapple pizza was nice, but it's easy to impress a 12-year-old would not pay for a meal here. This lady thinks that... that oh, I don't know what she's thinking. Well, I feel like we're going to get a few people asking why you're putting ham and pineapple on a pizza, but I, for one, will take a stand and say I'm all about the Hawaiian... She's ordered a one-metre pizza. Yeah, sorry, I'm kind of getting off track here, but yes, she did. Yeah. um, She's there with her son, her 12-year-old son. If there's only two of them, that's a lot of pizza. And he's got his own pizza as well. (laughs) (laughs) Who is she splitting this thing with? That is a lot of pizza. That makes no sense. And the last one is from Ross F. This one's from Brooklyn in New York. 
The entire kitchen and wait staff saw an ice cream truck and ran outside, leaving me alone in the restaurant. Ten minutes later, they all came back with ice cream cones. <laughs> I still can't believe this actually happened. That's his review. Two stars. Re- two stars. Two stars. Two stars. Oh, oh, I would have. I thought. I would have thought that'd be a bit cute. Everyone ran out. Yeah. Left him alone in the restaurant and came back with their ice creams. Maybe it's because he didn't. They didn't bring him one back. Possibly. That I don't know. to me is is poor etiquette. Yeah, but I think well, how yours, good is I think how good is, is still... Van ice cream that <laughs> that you need to run out for it in New York. Your yours is still by far the worst. You end up in a hospital bed, as I said before. Any story that ends up with anybody in hospital no. is no funny. No. No, that's uh, I retract that statement. That was uh, that's not what I'm about. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed. It's a bit, sin. It's a bit funny. Ninety point seven. You're listening to Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin ninety point seven. My name is Eddie Goldsmith. This is my. No, I'm Gus. Um, welcome back. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. Uh, I, so I was doing it, but that's okay. Yeah, you took too long though. You you just gesturing towards me. I thought you could have been saying anything. <laughs> it's quite clearly about to say karate chop me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, well, what our show happens on eleven a.m. every Saturday. Did you know that, Eddie? I I was aware. Yes. Yep. And we like to be your springboard into the weekend. Yes. So you start start your day off with us, and then yep. whatever else you want to do for the weekend, we'll give you we a few suggestions. Yeah, we won't judge you. Yeah. You can do whatever you like. Exactly. But here's a couple things that you might think about. Yeah, the first one uh, on today, Nitro Circus on at Marvel Stadium, which is uh, the new name for Etihad Stadium. New old name for Telstra Dome. That is true. My preferred name. Yeah, and before that, Colonial Stadium. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, grab your Monster Energy drinks, uh, your WWE T-shirt. <laughs> Eddie, you have a few of those, and head on down to see some some flippies. And some jumps and whatever else they do there. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine there's uh, there's big flamethrowers and, and bike men doing big jumps. Probably a lot of energy drinks, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Lunar New Year, New Year at the NGV. Eddie, I it, don't quite know what the difference is between Lunar New Year and Chinese New Year. I think Lunar New Year um, is because... It's the same thing as celebrated. <laughs> well, I'm, I don't want to get it wrong, but the, the same science. thing is you, you celebrated. The, science of it, yeah. <laughs> the same thing is celelebrated over over different um, Asian cultures. Okay, well there you go. And St Kilda Fest tomorrow, uh, so you can go see the likes of the Preachers, Sasquatch, Cat Empire, Cat Empire, um, Slum Sociable, all those acts, all friends of the show, and it's all free. Yeah, and I I was actually kind of. Intrigued, Eddie, because I was going through the uh, the activities list there, and they've dedicated a whole section of the Esplanade to Married at First Sight. Really? To a meet and greet with a couple of the couples from Married at First Sight. I don't know if you've seen. So they the show. have. Okay, so they have. They're married at this point. They're married. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. I actually haven't seen the show. I don't you, really. You, you know the premise. Well, I'm right. assuming it's like people that want to fall in love, and they they or get. Famous. Hectically Instagram famous. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but it's people that want to, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. fall in love. Yeah. Um, and so they go on this show and they marry, well, you know, marry the person. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I guess, that does it follow them? It's a, Yeah. 
It's okay. a it's a social experiment. Right. Um, very data driven. Can they get an annulment? Like, can they? I not I, f- be I think that the marriage is um is not a real marriage. So oh, it, it's, wow! What a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so like everyone's kind of faking it. Yeah. Which it, and it is a guilty pleasure of mine. I okay. think everyone everyone deserves a little guilty pleasure show. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've got a few. What's yours? Uh, I really like first dates. Yeah, okay. That's so similar. Yeah. And you should see this Married at First Sight. I mean, they go on about it being a data-driven process, matchmaking kind of thing. Yeah. They're love experts. They're not allowed to call themselves yeah. psychologists because I don't believe they are. <laughs> uh, a few weeks yeah. ago, they were matching people up um, in a laboratory where the matchmakers were in lab coats. In a uh, laboratory. In a laboratory. They were... There was experiments. What that seems just like that seems just they were dressed like they were working at Chernobyl, like <laughs> just a beautiful mind trying to work yeah. out the equation for perfect love. Yeah, no, they were just on an iPad, just <laughs> flipping between photos of people in a lab in a lab coat. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Okay, and there's this there's this one bloke who's on it, and his thing is he's a He's a 29-year-old virgin. So there is still hope for you, Eddie, to get famous. Thank you. <laughs> and anyway... Why whole... is that a thing that is advertised? Why do people care? I, I don't know, but the whole show is just drilling home the fact that this guy has never had sex before. Every time he's on screen, it's him going, well, you know, I'm Matt, and as everyone knows, I haven't had sex yet. And it is bizarre. That is weird. I mean, it comes up with his name and, like, Matt is a virgin from WA. Like, yeah. He, that's his well, identity now. if you've got nothing to do this weekend, you can go meet Matt. You can go meet Matt. <laughs> Take Sorry, the kids. I, 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 took, I went on a bit of a... You did. You did yeah, go on a bit of a tangent. Got a bit sidetracked. Anyways, Matt ends up having a panic attack and going to hospital just before he finally had sex for the first time. Right, Okay. So you probably saw him in there when you were in there with your little pine nut thing. I almost died. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. You didn't see a guy in there that was really flustered no. and very aroused. All right. Well, this has been Breaking Bad with Gus and Ed. We are back <laughs> for season two. Hopefully we will be back for next next week. Yeah, I think so. It'll be the same time next Saturday, 11 a.m., rain, hail, shine. You've been listening to Breaking Bad with Gus and Ed. On Sin, 90.7. Stay safe. Stay out of the hospital. You've been listening to a Sin Media Podcast. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye.